Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, guys, where we help you achieve peace of mind, freedom, and success in sports through the Athlete Maestro Method. I'm your host, Tola Oglewe, and this is episode 460. Always give it 100%. Be a master of your emotions, and motivation is not everything. She's one of the greatest female track cyclists in history. For seven years, she dominated her sport like no other before her. Today on the show, British world and Olympic champion Victoria Pendleton. When your parents are involved in sports, it's more than likely that you'll be exposed to it in some shape or form. For Victoria Pendleton, she was exposed to track cycling because her father was a keen cyclist and a track cycling champion. Like you know already, it's not a given that she was going to succeed. She still needed to create her own path and she did. This is one of the reasons why, of course, I'm starting my one-on-one group coaching program for young athletes, especially for parents who have uh, youngsters who are showing interest in sports and, of course, they want to encourage them by giving them all the support that they would need. Head over to alimashira.com forward slash group coaching to signify your interest. I don't know when it will start yet, but to signify your interest, head over to alimashira.com forward slash group coaching. One of the great things I admire about Victoria was her insistence on going to school and getting a degree. She knew that there was life after sports and her goal was to make the best of it. She rode her first race at the age of nine, by the age of 16, an assistant track coach had noticed her potential and the rest, as they say, is history. In 2001, at the British National Track Championships, she won three silver medals and a bronze medal. She was still in school. Just a year later, she qualified for the 2002 Commonwealth Games where she finished fourth in the sprint events. Between 2002 and 2004, you know, she, she learned the ropes. She, she was still getting better. She finished fourth at the 2003 and 2004 UCI Track Cycling World Championships at the Olympics. In 2004, she finished sixth in the time trial and ninth in the 200 meter sprint. You see, from 2005 onwards, you know, everything began to pay off, everything changed. She was literally unstoppable. First stop was the UCI Track Cycling World Championships, where she became only the third British woman in 40 years to become a cycling world champion. She was actually the first in 40 years, so uh, the last British woman to win it, you know, did it 40 years ago before she then did it. 2006, Commonwealth Games, gold in the sprint, silver in the 500 meters time trial. 2007, World Championships, gold in the team and individual sprint, as well as the caring. That same year, the Sunday Times named her Sportswoman of the Year, the first cyclist to win that award in the history of the paper. 2008, World Championships, another two gold medals. The Olympics, in 2008 crowned it or gold medal in the sprint and of course uh, it was her first olympic gold medal many thought you know that she would begin to slow down she was world champion she was olympic champion she she had to take things easy so to say they believed that she was going to get tired you see not pendleton she was made of tougher material at the 2009 world championship she again retained that title in the sprint events it wasn't until 2011 that she was dethroned at the world championships when of course uh, she won silver in the team sprints and bronze in the sprint she also finished seventh in the carry like every great competitor she wasn't going to go down without a fight at her final world championships 
she won back her gold medal in the sprints for the sixth time at her home olympics in london 2012 she bowed out in style breaking the world record in the qualifying stage of the team sprint and of course she went on to win the gold medal in the Kirin as well many would have thought that she would ride off into the sunset you know but victoria likes challenges you know so like any multi-talented athlete you always want to try your hands at different things and of course victoria decided she's going to try her hands at becoming a jockey so which is horse racing she would win her first race in 2016 which of course you say is one of the biggest things that she's been able to achieve over the course of her career today she's your mentor guys and the three lessons that i want you to learn from victoria pendleton and the first one guys is always give it a hundred percent always give it a hundred percent so you see this this particular one this particular lesson goes out to i'm not going to say the naysayers i'm going to say the people that you know believe in all this rest mentality and the fact that you need to take time off and all of those things now you know that's a given you know nobody is going to dispute that. i was listening to dre baldwin's podcast and of course yeah if you guys aren't listening to it you know i encourage you to do so you're going to learn a lot of stuff from it. it's called walk on your game and of course we had dre baldwin on the podcast i believe it was 2018 or something i'm going to bring out a few snippets of some of the things that we talked about and of course if you missed that episode go back and listen to it of course it was paying tribute to kobe Bryant, which of course uh, who of course we lost and you know very tragically and very sad and he says that you know kobe's belief while he was training was that if at his training sessions or after his training sessions he wasn't coughing off blood then there's a problem it feels like he hasn't trained now of course he wasn't encouraging athletes to you know go around coughing off blood because we know that the body compositions and all those things are different but you see the point that kobe was saying was that you know he had to push his body basically to the limits before he knew that he had done something serious i see it's a similar thing for victoria pendleton you see it's the work ethic part of it that i'm encouraging you to employ you see on this point victoria says people used to ask me what i do in my spare time and at the weekend i'll say i ride my bike it's not a nine to five it's 24 7 when you commit to something it's a goal it's something that you do so the question guys that i have for you 2020 has started january done and dusted you know getting into the thick, thick of things in february are you giving your sport a hundred percent i always say this so many times when i'm advising athletes and the fact that look every single opportunity that you have you need to be dedicating it to your sport and of course as this to other athletes who uh, they were being asked about relationships you know like do you have relationships while you're playing your sport you know and there were a few of them that said no so obviously the cruelest thing was to ask them why why wouldn't you you know want to be in a romantic relationship just because you're playing your sport and the guy said look it's one of two things it's either i'm not going to be able to give my sport a hundred percent or i'm not able to i'm not going to be able to give that partner a hundred percent i can't live my life that way you see i always say this that you see every single time that you have has to be dedicated to your sport if you're not dedicating to the mental side of your sport you need to be dedicating to the physical side of your sport you're not dedicating to the physical side you need to be dedicating to the strategy and the plan so when victoria pendleton was asked you know what do you do on weekends you know she could easily have said look i binge watch netflix i uh, you know i'm over to the movies i'm chilling out with friends and things like that she said no 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 i'm probably probably I'm always on my back. So it's not like a nine to five job for her where she's just doing it because it pays up, because it pays the bills and things like that. No, she says it's 24 7. When you commit to something, then that's the thing that you have to do. You know, so when I set goals for athletes and I tell them, oh, do this, do this, do this, you know, when they come back and they start giving me excuses, then I know that nah, this is not someone that is serious. You know, so they talk about, you know, things that went wrong, things they weren't able to do, you know, probably talking about rest and all the things. Nobody's saying you shouldn't rest, but are you committed? Are you giving your sport 
100% the mental aspect, 100% in the physical aspect, 100% in the strategy aspect. Of course, you're determining how you want to go about these things. Let me tell you something, guys. You see, the work you're not putting in, the work you're not willing to put in, the work you're not going to put in, guess what? Categorically, I can say this, there's someone else somewhere who is putting in that work. How exactly do you expect to compete with them? Victoria Pennington in two gold medals, nine world championship medals and that's why dedication to what she was doing was absolutely top of her priority when we looked at chris hoy chris hoy, of course one of the greatest male track cyclists of all time of course these two athletes of course were part of the british team you see chris hoy says that thing as well you see the dedication that he gave to his sport and if you missed that episode i want you to go back and i want you to listen to that episode on chris hoy so you can see the nexus between these two great athletes and all the things that they were able to do in their sport ask yourself the question guys am i giving you 100 percent? that's why of course i'm starting uh, this group coaching programs for the young athletes now on the podcast you know we're telling you the how this is how you do this this is how you give 100 you see the specifics the what part of it you see is what i'm going to be giving out in that group coaching program it's going to be one-on-one and of course i mean i can't take everybody which is why you know i've been saying this time and time and time again if you're interested Head over to alimash.com forward slash group coaching. This is especially for the parents who, of course, you know, you maybe want to tie your children down. Maybe uh, you want to get to a point where you want them to have the best mental. And of course, I've said it's very, very important for athletes, young athletes particularly, you know, to have the right mentors. If you have a wrong mentor, you're heading in the wrong direction. Trust me. So you need a guide on this journey. Interested in that group coaching program, head over to alimash.com forward slash group coaching that's the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from victoria pendleton and of course uh, the second lesson guys is that you need to be a master of your emotions be a master of your emotions on a previous episode of the podcast you can go back and listen to it as well i talked about how to handle and master your emotions as a young athlete you see we're emotional beings so let's take the sport out of it let's uh, take you enjoying yourself or the competitive nature of what it is you're doing let's take that out of it completely you see, we're emotional beings, you know, so uh, we long for certain things. That's just the way the human body is designed. You see, if you don't learn how to master the emotions that you go through as an athlete, you know, so the pressure, the stress, the anxiety, the fear of failure, all of those things, if you don't learn how to master them and, of course, use them to your advantage, then, of course, you're going to be that athlete who is controlled by his emotions. So you see those athletes who flip out during a game or during a competition and you know they just can't keep it together why do you think that is it's because they've not learned to master their emotions so those emotions control them they get red cards they're not able to perform at their best uh, because literally they're upset and that's why uh, for the coaches most especially in the competitive sports all they need to do is that they need to send their athlete out there you know to tick off that other person you know so you know find a way to get under his nerves find a way to annoy him find a way to do this and do that you need to master your emotions and you need to know how to direct it to yourself so when victoria started racing you know one of the things that she was always told was that you wear your heart on your sleeve you shouldn't do that people are going to think you're vulnerable there were so many criticisms about her emotions and how of course uh, she was who she was what she did and what they didn't understand at the time was that she was already able to master emotions and she knew that okay these are the situations i perform best in this is another thing that i always say you see if as an athlete you don't know the situations that you perform best in. You don't know the situations where, of course, you are in tip-top shape or you're in tip-top form. Then, of course, that is a problem. It means that you're not a student enough of your sport. And that's why you're going to see athletes, you know, some of these elite guys. They do the same thing 
pre-performance, post-performance, whichever one you want to call it, they do the same thing over and over again. Why? Because they found their zone. They found the things that help them. So if, for example, listening to a certain kind of music, you know, has me pumped up for a fight or a game, then I'm going to do that over and over again. If it's eating a particular type of food, then I'm going to do that over and over again. The UFC uh, posted something recently. They did like you know a poll of all the interviews they've done with some of their you know star fighters, and they talk about their nerves. How do they feel before fights? And of course, Kamaru Usman, many of all these guys were talking about things. Justin Gaethje talking about you know what he feels, how he doesn't feel anything, and the other guy talking about how you know they hope that something happens, they don't have to fight. You see, every athlete goes through emotions. The point is that you learn how to master those emotions so that you can use it to your advantage so if you are always you know before a tournament or before a game if you're feeling a particular way why do you feel that way okay why is it when the tournament comes up that you're feeling that way what happens after the tournament do you feel a relief if you performed in a particular way or regardless of the performance you still feel that particular way you see these are things that you're studying you see to be a master at something it's not something that happens overnight it's not something that happens the snap of the finger so you say oh today i want to master my emotions and i'm going to use this tournament as an example wasting your time it's going to take you time and which is why you have to commit to doing it. that's why the first lesson is always give it 100 percent Giving a hundred percent means that when you want to master your emotion, when you start trying to learn how to master your emotions, you're giving it hundred percent. So it's not like you do it for one tournament and then of course you're back to your normal self. It's not that you do it for one race, then you're back to your normal self. No. That's what learns to be a master of your emotions. Victoria was able to do that. She knew that, okay, these are the situations that I work best in. I am not going to hide my emotions for anybody just the way the others are saying. Because you're going to find those people who, of course, they don't want to feel vulnerable to the others. So they mask their emotions on the outside. They appear confident. On the inside, they're afraid. You see, but that works for them because they know that if they can project an outside confidence, sooner or later it's going to translate into the inside and they're going to be fine for others it just doesn't work they are people if they're nervous i mean they want you to know they're nervous doesn't mean that they're not going to perform the way they're supposed to perform second lesson guys from victoria pendleton be a master of your emotion and final thing guys is motivation is not everything motivation guys is not everything if you listen to the friday editions of the podcast you know one of the things i say is that yes motivation is good but you see motivation is not everything and of course i've given you examples after examples after examples of the athletes who believe that you know motivation is what they need to do things and i've said so many times you know there are times when i don't feel motivated to record the podcast but because i have committed to put in our three episodes every single week for you guys to educate you to help you to bring guests on and knowledgeable who can teach you things about sports about you getting better about you getting a step closer to your goals i'm going to show up and i'm going to record at there times that i'm motivated to record absolutely at there times i'm not motivated to record absolutely as well on this point victoria says i don't like the word motivation it sounds like something magical that floats around in your life that you have no control over changes for commitment it's something far more solid that you take 100 percent responsibility for i gave you the example of the guy who met one of these guru coaches in the gym and of course you know you have to ask him you know you, you've worked with olympic champions you've worked with world champions you've worked with elite athletes you've worked with some of the best guys ever to do this thing what, what stood them out why were they special how did they get to the point where they got to you know was it because they were motivated you know and the guy says yes it was because they were motivated but you see, the difference between them and the average athletes, the athletes that did not make it, was that whether or not they were motivated, they were going to show up to train. Whether or not they were motivated, whether or not they felt like it, whether or not they were in the mood, 
they're gonna show up to train. You see the other guys, the average athletes are the guys that would only train when they are feeling. So Monday mornings, very hectic, you know, obviously off the back of the weekend. And of course, there are so many of you on social media where you see, you know, all the complaints about Monday and, you know, getting hit in the face and things like that. So Monday, because you're not feeling it, guess what? You're not going to train. You're going to sleep in. You're going to take your time. You're going to do things a little bit differently. Tuesday, yes, you feel pumped up because Monday is out of the way. And then you're going to start training. Nope. Take this lesson from Victoria Pendleton. She says, look, it's more about commitment. I've said I'm going to train five times a week. I'm going to train five times a week. It doesn't matter how I feel. I said I'm going to record three podcast episodes every single week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, we look at a successful athlete. Wednesday, it's either an interview or I'm talking about something that you can learn, some of the struggles that you face. Friday is strictly motivational. Yes, motivation is not everything, but it's good to stay motivated from time to time. So I share a quote with you and relate it to sports and, of course, how you should apply it as you continue to chase your sports goal. So it's more about the commitment of what you said you were going to do than it is about the motivation. Because see, if you live your life moved by motivation, if you live your life with motivation as your mantra, when you're not motivated, you won't do anything. Now remember, the person that is on the other side of the pond, on the other side of the continent, on the other side of the country, who is vying for the same sport that you are vying for, they're not using motivation as their mantra. They're going out there and doing what they need to do when they need to do it. Never ever rely only on motivation. Is motivation good? Absolutely. But motivation is not everything. Three lessons, guys, that I want you to learn from Victoria Pendleton. Always give it 100%. Be a master of your emotions and motivation is not everything. If you look at these three lessons, guys, you see how they are linked and related to the Athlete Maestro Method. The five-part framework that helps you achieve peace of mind, freedom, and success in sports always given 100 percent. you see that is part of the commitment level that is part of self-mastering you understanding what you need to do and constantly going after it to improve yourself so because you came first in the last race doesn't mean that you have to relent because you won the last tournament doesn't mean you have to relent because the last match went well doesn't mean you have to relent. same thing with mastering your emotions you see if you're not an athlete who is chasing self-mastery why are you going to be bothered about mastering your emotions they're going to lead they're going to let your emotions lead you anywhere that it leads you uh, for whatever happens and of course motivation is not everything this is also under the assessment and self-mastery part so if you sit down on your assess and you look at it that look because i made certain commitments to what i want to do this is where i currently am this is where i'm going so if i rely on motivation based off of where i am then i'm never going to get to my destination i'm never going to get to where i'm going self-mastery as well is you understanding the commitments you have made and if i said oh look i'm going to improve as an athlete i want to improve as an athlete i want to know you know the stage i'm in how i operate how i do things well see that is an element of self-mastery so you see this athlete guys it all falls within the five-part framework called the athlete master method but remember guys uh, sometime this year starting a group coaching program one-on-one for athletes i can't take everybody maybe there'll be 20 people in there maybe there'll be 10 people in there but we double down for the entire year and of course we take your goal chasing in your sport to the next level you're equipped with the mental things that you need the physical capacity and of course uh, what you need to be doing strategy wise we tell you the how on the podcast you see what the specifics are what we would now give you in that group coaching program head over to forward slash group coaching to signify your interest in that one if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please do so and also leave us a rating and review if you don't know how to leave that rating and review head over to athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe but you learn to leave the rating and review you also learn how to subscribe so that you don't miss great episodes like this one i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do just go out there learn all the lessons you can 
from Victoria Pendleton. I want you to go out there. I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.